Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Today's review titled So Many Good Nuggets by Hillary Rushford. It reads, on a variety of topics, I've learned so much and so appreciate Shaleen's generosity and passion for the growth of her listeners. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Shaleen is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Hey there, welcome back to The Shaleen Show. This is part two of an episode ran just prior to this one where we're taking a closer look at technology that is soon to prove chronic disease an option, a choice, if you will. How do we do this? Through new developing cutting edge technology, reliable and affordable technology that goes directly to the consumer. This science is making it possible for the first time in our history as consumers to have access to testing, results, and recommendations on the health of our micro gut biome without the need of a doctor's order. This cutting edge technology is now available for you. Today, I'm speaking with the founder of Viome. Viome is a company which has exclusive licensing on technology that allows us to analyze a person's gut microbiome on a microscopic level heretofore never seen before. The technology far exceeds the standard 16S or even the metagenomics using metatranscriptomic analysis. This allows for the detection of all living organisms, bacteria, viruses, phages, yeast, fungi, mold, parasites, you name it. And we can see them at the highest level of resolution, the strain level. Now, this is important because these precise quantifications of these organisms also allow us to know what are they doing What is their function? And that gives us the information that we need to take control of our health. Now, if you didn't listen to part one, go back and listen to it because I really don't know that all of this is going to make sense if you don't listen to part one first. And then you can hear Naveen Jain's story and a little bit about his his background. I think you're just going to be blown away. So please go back and listen to part one. And for those of you who have already done so, welcome to part two. As you know, you know, my Life has been uh, full of excitement mm-hmm. where I came to this country with absolutely nothing. Grew up in India, very, very poor. No food to eat, no place to stay. Came to this country with $5. And God has been very kind to us. And with that kindness, I feel that I owe a tremendous amount of debt to the society. And this is my way of giving back because I know the people who helped me become who I am don't need my help. And I believe the only way to pay back is to pay forward. Mm -hmm. And if we can keep a billion people away from suffering from chronic diseases, that will be my way of paying the debt back to the society. That'll be my way of giving back for all that I have received. And that's the reason we constantly pass all the cost the savings down to the consumer. We make absolutely, you know, pennies on this test. 
And the reason is we believe the more people who are joining us in this revolution to take control of our health, because we as humanity has to come together. It is not my problem to make everyone healthy. The only way we can keep ourselves as humanity together healthy is when we decide that we all have to come together. And the reason for that, Shalini, is that to make artificial intelligence very intelligent, it needs lots of data. Yes. Right. And I, I want you to continue with that, but I have to say, to brag on the process, because I've seen it from start three years ago to where it is today, not only has your cost come down, but the reason why I was so excited to have you on the show today is because your technology has improved the way that you report it the way that I at first when I was looking at my results there were so many things I didn't understand what to do with them and today now when you look at your results not only does it tell you what food you should probably eliminate right now it tells you why not just like hey eliminate this it's not good for you and before I would be like well but why now I mean it's just so user-friendly so those data points have also given you so much more information and that information about the world and your database helps people to know more about themselves and here's very interesting thing without the data we couldn't have built the model that allows us to predict now think about it for a second we can predict the glucose response in your blood by analyzing your gut in other words you can predict obesity and we can predict every single food when you eat what is going to happen in your blood by looking at your poop, think for a second. <laughs> by looking at your poop, we can tell you if you eat bread, you're going to have no impact and you're totally fine. Eat as much bread as you want because your glucose response from it is very minimal. Mm-hmm. But don't eat almonds, even though everyone tells you almonds are low glycemic response, but for you it's really, really bad. right? And that we can now do because we put thousands of people with 30,000 different food with a continuous glucose monitoring to build the machine learning model, the artificial intelligence model, right? And that's the power of data. Now, by looking at your gut, we can predict onset of obesity, diabetes, depression, and IBS. And as we are going forward, we're going to be able to look at your, you know, sleeping pattern. We'll be able to tell you that you're not having a good night's sleep. We'll be able to predict Mm -hmm. the arthritis, you know, Crohn's, colitis, cancers. And then once we can predict it, we know what is causing it. We can reverse it. So our hope is that in the next couple of years, we'll be able to reverse these chronic diseases someday. And I am absolutely certain in the next five to 10 years, we will not be talking about these chronic diseases. I can Hmm. bet that our children are going to someday look at me and say, Dad, in your ancient times, you mean people used to just die from these cancer and chronic diseases? You mean people were suffering all their life because they didn't know what to do? How ancient times were you living in? And that doesn't mean that just because we solve chronic diseases, the problems of humanity is going to go away. We're going to be focused on different set of problems, such as how ancient it is that to communicate my thought, I have to speak. You mean you just you could just look at each other and just transfer your thoughts? You mean you used to go to school for four years to learn from teacher? You couldn't just upload their brain into your brain and just walked out? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) if you can imagine it, as you know, I've heard you say many times, like. 
if you can imagine it, then it's possible. What limits us from achieving our goals in life is not because we don't have the technology or not because we don't have expertise. It is because we can't imagine it's working. Even the people who have imagination, what do they tell you? Sky is the limit. Without realizing that sky doesn't exist. Sky is a figment of our imagination. Mm. Right? When you go from here to the moon, you don't say, Mom, I just passed the sky. Yeah. Sky is just something we create the barrier because it looks like a barrier. So we think you can go past it. Now imagine how many skies do we create in our own life? Oh, that is too hard to do. That is it. You know, we can't cross that barrier. So always find out what is the sky that you are seeing that doesn't really exist, but it looks like a barrier that you can't cross. What would you say to the person who is thinking, well, couldn't I just do an allergy test? Couldn't I just do a food sensitivity test? And wouldn't that tell me what foods I should avoid? So first of all, food sensitivity test really doesn't tell you anything. So just to be very clear, food sensitivity test measures the antibodies in the blood IgG. And generally what happens in these food sensitivity tests is you may be sensitive to a lot of foods and doesn't really mean you're sensitive to any one of them. You actually are simply creating antibodies because you have a leaky gut. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you have a leaky gut, because food should never be in your blood. That means there should never be an antibody. The only reason food gets there is you have a leaky gut. Your barrier from the food that you're eating in your gut lining should goes there and the blood, your immune system creates antibodies to it. Doesn't mean you're sensitive to it. It simply has that antibody. This is all they are measuring. In fact, if you look at the immune system Official website, they tell you these allergies, food sensitivity tests, IgG tests are complete waste of time and money. Mm. Right? Yeah. It does absolutely yeah. nothing. So in fact, what we do is we tell people, look, if you think you are sensitive to it, avoid it for 30 days. And if you don't feel any better, go back and start eating. It's totally sure. fine. Right, right, right. Well, let's talk about inflammatory foods for a moment because I've heard you say there's no such thing as a food that is inflammatory to all people. So, which makes it, you know, really difficult for people who, for example, in our program, the one through one method, we tell people, these are foods that tend to be inflammatory for some people. These are foods that tend to be anti-inflammatory for some people. But they also cross over. One food that's anti-inflammatory for you might be inflammatory for me. And this really upsets people. And it does. Because they want it. They want it very clear. And here's the interesting thing is not only it can be inflammatory for one person and helpful to some other person, it changes. Mm. That means... Let's talk about that. Even as we age or as our environment changes, the food that actually used to be healthy for us can become unhealthy for us, or the food that was unhealthy for us actually could be become healthy for us, right? And is that because our microbes are changing? Is that because our gut microbiome goes through these kind of metamorphosis, and now because of what's in our gut, something that used to be inflammatory for us, now we can eat it without problem. Yeah. So basically, if you think about them, this is a chemical lab right? This chemical lab does a bunch of chemical reaction based on the food you eat. 
if your chemical laboratory is changing, that means now the fact that you have been eating sick, you know, drinking kombucha, eating yogurt and all the things, and now you have different set of organism in your gut, suddenly the things that you couldn't digest now, you are able to digest. Yes. The things that used to cause you grief no longer cause you grief. Or the things that used to actually never cause grief, suddenly when you drink them or eat them, you say, ooh, that doesn't feel good. That mm-hmm. hurts. Why mm-hmm. is that? People, you know, in their late 30s, suddenly they say, oh my God, the you know, dairy doesn't suit me anymore. It used to be totally fine. Right, right, right. Or people say, oh my God, ginger doesn't suit me anymore. Right. right. So all these things are not because somehow your DNA had changed. Yes. What is really changing is this, your gut microbiome, right? And you have to constantly look at what is going on rather than treating your body as a black box. Yes. What if you can understand what's going on inside it and actually make a good informed decision? And what is our responsibility? Because as the person who is ultimately in charge of my health, what is my responsibility to realize that this is not something I can just check it once and forget it? So for example, when I did my initial gut testing, foods that I found shockingly were foods I was eating a lot of were quinoa, tomato, cucumbers. And they were bad for you. They were bad for me. Avoid, avoid, avoid. Now I'm retaking the test. And that's what I do love is that you encourage people, you know, this isn't just take it once because it's always changing. It's like, you can't just clean your house once. It's, you've got, it's a responsibility that you have to know what's going on. So I'm excited to, I've got a couple of options. I can reintroduce all those foods back into my diet and decide like, how do I feel? Or I can actually do some gut testing and figure out like, can I now have these things? Well, it's interesting is, you know, we take better care of our car than we take care of our bodies. True. Even our car, we take them for oil change. We take them for so tuning. true. Right? Yeah. We get our car tuned once a year. But when it comes to actually yeah. tuning our body, we say, oh, we tuned it last year. What do we have to do it again? It's expensive. Right? Yeah. Well, my point is, it's, it's expensive. Not. It's not though. But you know, my point is expensive. When you feel it's not important, right? People who are sick have only one wish. People who are healthy have many wishes, Mm, right? Yeah. When people who are really sick, all they want in their life is not to be sick. They just Mm -hmm. want to be healthy. People who are healthy, they want to go climb Mount Rainier, right? They want to climb mountain. They want to go do multiple things. They have lots of wishes. So point is, When your car doesn't work, you can take it to the repair shop and bring it back. The repair shop for human bodies called emergency room. It just sucks. Yeah, yeah. And to be clear, Viome is not a company that cures diseases. What you're doing is identifying those things that are problematic. You're letting people know what's going on inside of you, not what could be happening, which I, you know, to your point, I think a lot of DNA testing is telling you this could happen, but your testing gives people the raw data, the information of what's going on, what's inside your gut, and what it's doing. So, Shilin, I'm glad you mentioned that. I mean, just want to make sure that people understand, we're not making any claim because we can't make any claim of diagnosing a disease or curing a disease. But very interesting thing is, if you can get your gut balanced, the things we call diseases, they just simply melt away. Right. So we have people who are anecdotally would tell us that I had acne for 10 years and it's gone. Or I had, you know, these autoimmune diseases that's gone. And, you know, I had these, I mean, losing weight or I had depression or anxiety. I no longer feel that way. But that doesn't make a good sign. So what we're doing is 
we are actually doing double blind clinical trial to actually show people that we can actually reverse these chronic diseases so we have clinical trials now for colorectal cancer ovarian cancer breast cancer and pancreatic cancer we are doing the trial for depression anxiety ptsd obesity diabetes we are testing with autism for 5000 autistic children to actually reverse autism and if you know or not There was a study done where they did a fecal transplant on hundreds of autistic kids, and even after two years, more than fifty percent of the autistic symptoms were gone. Was that in the UK? It's in actually a, a, a Arizona State University, ASU. Oh, yeah. wow! And interesting thing, what I'm saying is that is such a crude way of doing it to take someone else's poop and give it to someone else, right? <laughs> But imagine when you do that, you're taking all of the personality trait and giving it to the person. So if a person is depressed you get depression so they were able to show they can take a poop from a person who is has anxiety and they gave it to the mice completely different species and the mice became anxious mm. right they were able to take a poop from a fat person gave it to the mice mice became fat they gave it from a thin person the mice became thin So from, it, from human to human to rodent? mice, oh. yeah. So even interspecies, you can transfer them all the traits. That means depression, anxiety, obesity, and autism. They're able to transfer. Now they just shown that even How about obesity. That, of course, obesity. That's a fat. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Obesity, but also the thing that I found interesting was Alzheimer and Parkinson's. So they were able to not take the Parkinson's-like symptoms and actually show it can transfer from gut. Mm. And what you find really interesting is, look at the children who have behavioral issues; they all tend to have gut issues. Look yes, at the yeah, parents yeah. that actually, before they get dementia or Alzheimer, everyone will tell you that they go through constipation. Mm. They get constipated. The mm. gut issues start before you get actual other symptoms. Our gut is connected directly to our brain through the vagus nerve. Mm-hmm. and the, what happens in the gut doesn't stay in the gut it's not that gross i'm telling you if i can do it you can do it too if you're going to order your kit please make sure you go to shaleen.com/viome remember the prices come way down at checkout you get $25 off an individual kit which i highly recommend you do this is something i mean you know if you can afford to at a minimum try to do it seasonally Like why wouldn't you think about what we spend on hair and makeup and clothes and the gym and just frivolous stuff like this is how you could take control and as Naveen says make chronic disease optional. Well, let's explain to people exactly what we're talking about. You sign up with Viome, you go to the website, enter your information, a kit is sent to you, beautiful kit by the way. I might say. I mean, just the packaging is stellar. Then the instructions are very very clear. You're putting on gloves and you're scooping a little piece of fecal matter into a vial. Yeah, and just send it back. And then you're putting it back into a package. Everything's sealed up. You know, you've got like lots of biohazard protection there in place. But it's no biohazard once you put in the test tube. It kills all the biological thing and simply right. keeps your DNA and RNA. So when you're shipping it, there is no bio, absolutely zero biological material. It only preserves your DNA and RNA. And am I doing this fasted? I uh, know. Anytime. Okay. It doesn't matter. If you can poop it anytime you poop it it's good for you. And does <laughs> And does the kit still include the metabolic testing? No. 
You don't need to do that because remember, the only reason we needed metabolic testing earlier mm-hmm. was because we didn't have enough data to be able to predict the glucose response for ah, foods. So you don't do that piece anymore? No, oh, it's gone. Wow. Oh, great. Because we've actually now with all the data that we collected, yes. we can predict it. You don't need the test anymore. So all we need is a touch of your poop and two weeks later you get all your results on your app on your desktop and tells you here are the foods you should not yes. be eating and why here are your super foods and why yes and for me what really surprised me was blackberry is my super food and blueberry is in my uh, minimized list and why is that and, and for each one of them because they have different ingredients right. right and it tells you for every one of them why Right. You know what's so fascinating is this information isn't available to the average person or even the average practitioner. I mean, the average medical practitioner, as you know, in speaking with Helen Messier, one of your professionals, medical doctors on your staff at the time, she was explaining to me that it will take at least 15 years before this stuff ever hits the general medical professionals. And even then, I doubt it. I really doubt because here's my worry. because. Even the kids who are graduating from medical college today, they're not taught about nutrition. No, they're not. They're not taught about microbiome. It's ridiculous. From the time they go to the college, you know what they're taught? What drug to prescribe for what symptom? It's criminal. Listen to the ill and give them the pill. They never ask, what have you been eating? How often? What are you, when are you sleeping? What's your stress like? Oh, by the way, how is your life? How is your spouse? Tell me what's going on in your life. Nothing. They just care about, give me the symptom, I'll give you a pill. There is a pill for every ill. The more ills you have, the more pills I got. You may as well become the salesperson for pharmaceutical company because that's all the doctors do anyway. Prescribe the pharma drugs. I think pharma companies more or less control all medical institutions. They sponsor them and that's all they are taught. How to prescribe more drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, again, it breaks my heart to watch people suffer. And Shannon, I'm not sure you know or not. I mean, I, my dad passed away six months ago. I'm so sorry. And I watched him. Of pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic right? cancer. Mm-hmm. And even though there is all the research that shows that pancreatic cancer is caused by the gut microbiome going through the bile duct, going to pancreas, from gut to the pancreas, shuts down the immune system in the pancreas and allows the cancer to grow. And this professor in New York saw that happen and injected the antimicrobial directly into pancreas by killing the microbiome in the pancreas, mm-hmm. and the immune system killed the cancer. Mm-hmm. I'm holding the research in my hand, and I go to the doc, and I say, doc, I want you to just put this antibiotics directly into my dad's pancreas. Will not do it. No. Not a protocol. Will not do it. And I say, he's authorizing you. I am authorizing you. Will not do it. It's not covered in the insurance. It's not. Our medical insurance will not cover it. Our malpractice insurance will not cover it. We will not do it. Wow. Right. And I saw him die in my arms. And I told him, I said, Dad, I can't save you, but I'll promise you that I'm going to work twice as hard to make sure no one else has to suffer through this, right? And you watch, you know, my mom is now 82, and I see my mom was struggling. And, you know, I finally, you know, had her do the Wyom test. And it turned out the things that were causing her grief was she was eating, you know, nuts, Cashew and almonds, and those are two things that were causing her inflammation. And now she lost, I mean, 20 pounds. Wow. She was using a walker to walk. And now she walks 45 minutes in the swimming pool. 
Wow. And my and you know she all you know she's not very educated. She said, "Son, I did not know you became a doctor. You were the best. <laughs> you're such a good doctor. You took care of me." And I said, "Mom, I'm not a doctor." She said, "But you did more than any doctor did uh. for me." Now imagine that. I'm not a doctor. But the fact is, when you are able to see your own family go through this and get better, and I'm thinking, you know what? This is a life worth living. I don't have to work at all. And I work 18-hour days, seven days a week, because I just feel that if I didn't do it, then who will? If I have been privileged to receive everything, if I can't put my resources behind it, who will? And if I sat on some warm island because I think I have deserved to enjoy it, then who will take care of the people who can't take care of themselves? Wow, that's remarkable. It really is a pretty phenomenal, it's an idea that I hope becomes a movement. You hear it talked about so often now, which is exciting. Yeah. You know, just even three years ago, people were like, gut micro, what? You know, and, and so like fecal transplants, like that was something that used to make people's heads spins. Yeah. Now people are just a little bit curious about it because I think we're beginning to understand that we're just beginning to understand so much about the body and so much about our health starts in the gut and so much disease can be prevented with the knowledge, but not universal knowledge. Very specific, personalized knowledge. And so I want to thank you. I want to commend you for just devoting so much time to this. But Shalin, I mean, I tell you what, this is only possible because of people like you. I mean, honestly, it is you who take this information and actually disseminate to the millions of people, people who believe in you, people who trust you. But more than that, someone like you who cares about these people. Someone who would do the test themselves before they would tell someone else that you should go use it. And I believe unless you and I and others who actually believe in the same cause, if we can't come together to create this revolution, we're going to watch our children and grandchildren suffer. And I believe ours is not the generation that will do that. I really believe that people who are listening to it will not only join the revolution themselves, they will become the ambassador to tell everyone else to join this revolution. Because it's easy for me one day to say, you know what, it is too hard. I may as well just go out and enjoy the rest of my life. Or we can all come together and say, this fight is worth fighting. We all are going to be attacked by the pharma companies. We're all going to be attacked by the industrial complex that we have. They're not going to like it because we're taking away what all of the things that they have built. Their revenues are going to go down because people no longer have to take these drugs because what if the food was the only medicine people needed? Hmm. And you know, Hmm. we think about us and think how brilliant of us. But the fact is, We knew this 2,500 years ago, Shalini. Hippocrates. What did he say? All diseases begin in the gut. Yeah. Let food be thy medicine. Let thy medicine be the food. One man's food is another man's poison. Right. So what is it that we cannot understand now? (laughs) So true. I just got goosebumps. Well, thank you so much. I can't tell you how excited I've been to do this. And I knew the time would come when I really felt like my audience was ready and the app that you use that makes it so simple for people to just see what's going on in them and not just to see what's going on, but then what to do. 
Like, what, what do I need to do? What actions do I need to take? And I want to encourage everyone who's listening to have this knowledge because you are guessing. And that's a beautiful thing if you're willing to do the food testing. And that's part of the one through one method is people are they're figuring out what works for them. But it sure is nice to have the science and technology behind it to say, yeah, I kind of thought it was quinoa, but now I can see not only quinoa, but it's also whatever else it might be for you. So for our listeners, you've put together a special, which I really do appreciate. Thank you so much. And when you check out, you'll receive $25 off. A remarkable offer for people. Here's my call to action for those listening. Don't just do it once. This is something that Personally, I I think it's really important that we're phasing our diet. And every time you phase your diet, you're going to see improvements. And when you improve your diet and it just, it gives you that intel. And you know what else is so cool is to continually see that little meter creeping towards, you know, the healthiest side of the measurement. Like that's really motivating for people to see where they fall in terms of their health. Not from looking at you, not from getting on a scale and saying how much do you weigh, but like how healthy are you from the inside out? The beauty starts from inside out, whether it is, you know, being healthy is the new thin, right? And in our new version of the app that I think by the time anybody gets, it will already be out in the next you know, week or two weeks. It will show you everything that's going inside your body about every biochemical thing that are being produced. So you'll be able to see what foods to eat to improve that score. You're eating this food to improve this score. You're avoiding that food to improve this score. <laughs> Remarkable. Naveen Jane, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Shalini. It is what an honor and a pleasure to be here. So fun. Thank you. Awesome.